Digital Audio Health by Cymatrax. It's Al Cole from CBS Radio, and I want to tell you about a renaissance woman who excels at everything she puts her innovative mind to. And you know, I'm going to start it out like this. What would you say if I told you that I was going to introduce you to a lady who is a very successful business entrepreneur and a world-class creative force as a realtor, interior designer, hosts charity golf tournaments for wildlife, and is the cutting-edge author of the stunning Magical Forces Within? Well, Al, I'd say make the introduction, brother. <laughs> I've just been dying to learn some of all of those things from somebody who sounds like a real magnetic lady. <laughs> well, you're in luck because not only can you learn about the fabulous life accomplishments of this woman, whose name happens to be Rhonda Grant, <laughs> but week in and week out, Rhonda will introduce you to some of the most exciting guests on the planet as she hosts her own awesome podcast, The Rhonda Grant Show on Contact Talk Radio. Week to week, Rhonda skillfully weaves the magical forces within her with the extraordinary discoveries in the sometimes ordinary lives of her guests who blossom before your very eyes through the guidance and know-how of such a skilled and sensitive host as Rhonda Grant. you got to check it out. Check out all the action at RhondaGrantAuthor.com. That's RhondaGrantAuthor.com. Dot com to witness the extraordinary discoveries in otherwise ordinary lives. And I hear some of you asking right now, well, Al, how do you know all this? <laughs> I'll tell you. It's because I weave some of the same magic on my own nationally syndicated show called People of Distinction. It's all about humanity at its best. Every guest with extraordinary things to say about the magical forces within life itself. Get it? So check them out. The Rhonda Grant Show, Extraordinary Discoveries in Ordinary Lives, and People of Distinction, created by me, Al Cole from CBS Radio, now hosted by my amazing son, Benji Cole. You can check out People of Distinction on Apple Music or email me for exciting updates on my music and my books, too, especially Romance for Women on Amazon. Email me at al at alcoholic.com. You heard me right. That's A L at A-L-C-O-L-E-H-O-L-I-C.com. And I really want to thank my CBS radio listeners for coming up with that handle, Alcoholic. <laughs> Seems like from day one, my listeners have been saying, Al, we love what you're doing there, brother. In fact, we're hooked on it. We're Alcoholics. So here we go in classic form with a swing of a golf club as she hosts another charity golf tournament for wildlife and another incomparable Rhonda Grant show. So all together, everybody, here's Rhonda. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant show. Sometimes the universe has a way of placing people or obstacles in your path to help guide and direct you on your mission. Listen in as we discover the path my guest has traveled. Have they been inspired by a calling, crafted their journey, or a bit of both? I invite you to embrace the conversations and to use them to help you to recognize if this is happening in your life. My guest today is Nina Sunday. Nina is an Australian authority in the productivity, communication, and team culture, host of management podcast, Manage Self, Lead Others on C-Suite Radio, Nina interviews global experts on self-leadership and leading people. The podcast regularly features in the top 100 management podcast charts for Australia, Ireland, India, and Egypt. 
Her book, Workplace Wisdom for Nine to Thrive, is a selection of the C-Suite Network Book Club. With a Bachelor of Arts and Diploma in Education and a graduate of the Australian Film, TV and Radio School three-year program, Nina worked as a production manager at the major national public broadcaster ABC Television before launching her training company, Brain Power Training. Over two decades, she grew a network of facilitators Australia-wide delivering workplace skills to private and government sectors. Nina is a twice-certified virtual presenter and a past chapter president of Professional Speakers Australia. As a priority management coach, Nina helps people clear the bottlenecks and lift the weight off their shoulders so they feel more relaxed and in control over their workload and their life. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show, Nina. It's so wonderful to have you with us today. I'm excited to be speaking to you from Australia. (laughs) It's wonderful. I'm in Canada and you're in Australia and I get to interview you um, across the world. And it's so exciting to have you on the show. As a speaker, though, you were flying all over the world giving presentations. How has the pandemic shifted how you are doing business today? Big time. I've, I've yes. now built, I've built a studio at home and uh, I've upgraded all my equipment. I mean, I used to do the occasional webinar, but I can actually deliver a keynote from my home studio now. Well, that's wonderful. And how else has it changed how you've done business? Like what, instead of flying somewhere and speaking, how are you doing that? Well, my because I actually have a national training company and I have other f- trainers that deliver topics around this country in the capital cities, um, I guess I threw a, a little bit more of my attention into training because small group teams were still wanting live online yes. sessions, you know, in customer service or time management or leadership. And, of course, I was the, the main online person, but uh, in some of the states that were not in lockdown, there was still face-to-face training. So, that kept me busy. But the other thing that I did is I uh-huh. found I found a new um, e-learning uh, platform that enables me to do 30-day challenges. So, today I'll be doing uh, a check-in, a live check-in, and but all the videos that I've uh, done as part of um, mini courses to support my speaking, I've actually now Uh, embedded them into a 30-day challenge. So, uh, yeah, I think the e-learning, I think, is going to take off because, quite frankly, Australians still can't very easily travel the world. So, uh, and now that the world is opening up to keynotes again, it's not it's possible that Australians might be a little bit left behind in terms of hopping on a plane and zipping over to another country because only a week ago were Australians allowed to leave the country. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We've been unable to travel overseas for nearly two years. Right. And you, uh, when the pandemic started, I mean, you just made it home from where you were. Where were you at that time and that you had to get home? Oh, um, well, it was actually March, uh, March 2020. And um I know that there was our um, professional speakers convention in another city, Adelaide, but um, we didn't actually go into lockdown for a couple of weeks and they always gave, gave us at least a day or two days notice for exactly that reason. So people weren't <laughs> stranded in other cities with nowhere to stay. But um, 
we, we've been managing. I'm in Queensland, which actually has only ever had uh, one or two short cases of lockdown, whereas there are other two big states, which is 50% of the population, Victoria and New South Wales, they have been in lockdown for months and they're oh. just coming out now. That's that's incredible. Mm. That the lockdown has lasted that long for them. It is it is it has been very difficult for mental health for everybody, but I do know the speakers that are thriving are the ones that just went you know what, I'm going to take action, I'm going to do interviews, I'm going to keep my, uh, my, just my, my uh, influence and my uh, name top of mind. And I liken it to, uh, in, an army person was talking about this, in an, in an ambush, the advice is just move. Don't wait for orders, just move. Right. And I was actually chapter president of my Professional Speakers Association uh, when the pandemic hit. I'd just taken over as president. And so we we just, um, instead of having face-to-face meetings, we, uh, well, the national decision was we're just going to have online meetings. And all I know is that very first meeting where we're all sort of in in grief, really, because right. all of our book- bookings for the year had just disappeared, like fairy floss. And all, all we could talk about is what are you doing, what's working? And what's interesting is one speaker who is uh, one, of our, one of our key uh, key members said, you know what I did? Um, I just sent out an email to my list and said, look, I'm going to have a Zoom. Just Let's just, um, just log in and we'll just talk about what now. And I said, that's a good idea. So I contacted my one of my other uh, facilitators and I said, this was Wednesday, the, the, evening, uh-huh. the evening event was Tuesday. I said, are you available Friday? He said, yes. I said, right, I'm, what can we talk about? He said, don't micromanage your team when, you're, when they're working from home. So I said, right, that's the topic. And I just sent out to my list live Zoom, you know, register here, uh, you know, complimentary. And then we recorded it. And I put it on my site, and now I have um, a video that I can use to promote him because we didn't really have any videos of him before. Then week by week, I got all my different facilitators to do a different topic. And as we got up to week six, I went, you know what? This is a podcast. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. So so I gave it a name. I uploaded it through uh, initially Podbean, and then – once I got to all my facilitators twice, I came across a book in my library called Safety Working from Home. I went, I don't even remember buying this. But I went, <laughs> oh, I'll give this guy a call. So then I started branching out from just my facilitators because I didn't want a podcast that was just me and a couple of people. And then it sort of went from there. And then then I thought of the C-Suite Network that I had met Jeffrey Hazlett in the United States and I had a my book Workplace wisdom for nine to thrive was um, was interview. Well, there was an interview on book uh, bestseller TV. I went well. They've got podcasts. Why don't I see if I can be on C Suite Radio? Next thing I know, there a personal email from Jeffrey. I went to one uh, celebrates uh, yes. networking session. On Sunday morning, I got a personal email from, not email, video, two-minute video from Ron, from uh, Jeffrey saying, Nina, we want your podcast. 
I could have fallen off my chair. I went, little old me. <laughs> so I went, well, when the master calls, the the um, the uh, the student listens. So yes. I immediately became a con- contributing member and got my podcast up on uh, C Suite Radio, and they've been so supportive ever since. How exciting! And that's how you and I met. Exactly, exactly. I and this is where I feel as if I'm connected connected to a better, a bigger part of the world. Oh yeah, and. I think I am thriving more than a lot of the other speakers in Professional Speakers Australia because I'm connected to uh, uh, people that are playing a bigger game, let us say. Um, mm-hmm. we, I mean, Australia has 26 million people and I know there's the top 10% of speakers here are yes they're speaking to the world. And, and I'm, I wouldn't call myself the top 10% of speakers because I have a training company as well and the top 10% are focused are niched in speaking, whereas I also do speaking as well as training. Uh, it's sort of I have that capacity. Not everybody can do both, I guess, because I started with training and then I could expand to speaking because in my biggest audience um, in 2019 was 640 people. And I have since Wonderful. had a live audience of 75 a couple yes. of weeks ago. it is coming back it is coming back oh yes it sure is how wonderful well you're listening to the Rhonda Grant show right now whose podcast has been treated with digital audio health by Symatrex and I am speaking with Nina Sunday how may people reach you if they wanted to reach out to you because you have a special uh, that you want to talk about as well well, yes, because, uh, well, as soon as the, we've currently got a priority management 30-day challenge happening, and the next one will be after Christmas because we, in Australia, it's summer. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, business stops. But um, but uh, I'll, I'll give them a, a, um, a code for, uh, for 50% off. So, if they want to get, uh, get to me through nina at ninasunday.com, I'll be happy to uh, give them all the details. Wonderful. And what is the 30-day challenge on, Nina? Just a, just a basic overview of it. Well, there are two ways to say on. It is an app on your smartphone, whether it be iOS or, or, or Android. And it's, it's not live. It's self-directed and self-paced. But I actually have a... Uh, well, I have a one-hour keynote or 45-minute keynote that I can do, but I've also got a one-day one workshop, and I've morphed my one-day workshop into this app, which has uh, a, a, a daily inspiration at nice. uh, once a day. And the interesting thing is if it's 8 a.m. in Australia, it's sort of late afternoon in the United States and overseas. So it, that actually works for people to be looking at – uh, an inspiration around productivity at the end of the day, because my very first tip is, don't don't arrive at work and start your to, uh, your to do list or your action list. Then always do your to do list at the end of every day. So my very first tip yes. is at the end of every day. So it works in any time zone. And while some people do uh, go through all the all the bits in the app, there are all my my five five minute videos are now delivered once a week through the app. Um, I've got. Uh, 
12 uh, Coaches Corner one-minute videos that are actually a podcast that I did on on productivity. And so if anyone wants to listen to the whole thing, they can just go to Manage Self, Lead Others. But we've sliced and diced it, and now it's delivered as um, one- or two-minute videos. And see, this is how people prefer to learn. It's yes. – it's, um, People can incorporate it in their very busy day. And in the workplace, there's a principle called 70-20-10. It's all about learning on the job and not necessarily having to carve time out of a very busy day to actually do a two-hour or six-hour program. So, I think it's... I think it's going to really take off. And uh, the next one we're halfway through morphing into this platform is business writing. After that will be customer service. So, um, yeah, that's keeping me busy. And, of course, uh, I'm getting bookings for keynotes and for face-to-face. So, I think the world is – is I, I can see the silver lining of the COVID experience. Mm-hmm. We're starting – the world is starting to wake up, isn't it? Yeah, starting yeah. to wake back up again, which is really, really nice. Um, you, you, uh, you've taken some part in some self-empowering uh, exercises or rituals, and uh, would you like to? I'd like you to talk about breaking the arrow. Oh yes, well. <laughs> Uh, that's a story we uh, I told you recently, and I, I often tell this story too. Um, I went to this um, this old health expo, and there was this uh, uh, there was this workshop going on that I I thought I would uh, sign up for, and it was at the end of the day, and I just thought it was going to be personal development. Anyway, the the speaker said, "Okay, now everybody, close your eyes and put out your hands." So I'm standing there with both both arms out, and next thing I know, I feel something in my hand. And of course, once you get it, you're allowed to open your eyes. It's an arrow, and I'm going. I've seen this before. I was I was late to another workshop once, and I saw everybody else right. putting an arrow up to their throat and breaking it. And because I wasn't there at the start. I didn't say, oh, let me, because I, I wasn't <laughs> yes. in the zone. You know, you've got to be in the zone. Anyway, so, I, so in fact, part of me went, oh, no, now I've got to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. so I decided because I sort of was an observer and didn't step in last time that I would actually be up front and I was number two. I wanted someone else to be number one, but I went, I'm going to get this over and done with because I went, there's a part of me that just wants to run out of the door. So anyway, yes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I am afraid because I'm thinking, oh, God, what if, it, what if it pierces my throat and makes me bleed? What, you know, the thoughts that go through your head because there's a part of you doesn't want you to take these risks. Mm-hmm. So, so, and I sort of knew that I would fail the first time. See, this is it. You, you, inside yourself, you know whether you're going to fail or win. I knew I would fail. And I'm not like that. I, most things in life, I know I will win. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but this was physical. It was different and it wasn't cerebral. And I don't have a lot of strength. So, so I thought, anyway, it wasn't, it's not about strength. So I lean in. And of course, I, 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 I jolt back because I'm going, no, this isn't going to happen. And bless him, the facilitator said, whispered in my ear, Nina, you don't have to break the arrow. You only have to bend it. I went, I can do that. So I leaned in and I bent the arrow and poof, it broke. 
I went, wow, there is a lesson in that. You know, in life, you only have to get started on a journey because I find that if you think there are 12 steps, say, to publishing a book or to creating a training, uh, a video course, often the universe steps in and collapses six of those steps and makes it easier. So, the, you know, the, the, the journey of a thousand steps starts with one, but often mm-hmm. that, that thousand steps is only 500. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. Just beautiful. Thank you so much. Do you feel that you've been called to your journey, what you're doing now? I have felt called since I was 25 years old. In fact, when I was 19, I fell into teaching speed reading. So that was a happy accident. But that has actually been the trajectory of my life, even though I did go to film school for three years and I had left uh, the speed reading company. But on the very first weekend after I had started film school, there was a knock on my door from the new owner of speed reading in Australia saying, we're looking for all the old trainers to do speed reading part-time for us. I went, well, I've just become a full-time student. That works perfectly. So for the next three years, oh, I had all this extra income as a result of um, having done that when I was 19. But of course, that kept me in the game of training, which uh, I did actually work in television for a couple of years. But you know what? I absolutely love seeing the lights go on in people's heads. And I became niched in speed reading for 10 years. And then after 10 years, a management consultant said, Nina, you've had a full-time business for 10 years. You can, you know time management, you know customer service, uh, you qualified as a as a, uh, you know, with a, a, a degree in literature, those are three topics you can deliver as part of your, your, your company. So that's where the expansion started in training. And then, of course, speaking, oh, I think I spoke to a thousand real estate agents on speed reading uh, after I'd started my business a couple of years. So that's where speaking to large groups uh, was also something that I did in tandem with the training. Mm-hmm. It kind of went hand in hand, didn't it? Well, that's right. Now, I know not all not all my trainers would be good in front of a thousand people, but okay. Uh, so, but it's just that perhaps it was the theater experience. I was in yes. student theater. I did, I, you know, I went to film school and studied directing, so I understood about uh, the power of presence. And if you have, uh, if you cultivate your presence and your poise and uh, your ability to uh, just manage your gestures and your your uh, your eye contact, you can gravitate and you can uh, move into professional keynote speaking. Wonderful. Well, that's a great lesson. Well, I, I wouldn't say I was a keynoter when I started training because I even had to learn poise and competence as a trainer. But mm-hmm. once I'd learned that, then the next step was to uh, move into professional speaking. I actually did do a weekend on how to become a professional speaker, so that helped greatly. Yes, though, yeah, those, uh, those courses certainly do. Mm. What extraordinary discovery have you found in your life, Nina? Well, the thing that, that pops into my head is that Don't ever tell a lie because the universe has a vested interest in it being found out. And even if you withhold information, 
that you think, oh, I don't want them to know. The universe seems to have a vested interest in it being found out. So it doesn't mean you have to blurt everything out. It doesn't mean you can't have privacy and 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 um, and uh, secrecy of your own personal stuff. But if you are avoiding the truth and you're not telling someone, for some reason, through some happy accident or serendipity, it will be found out. And it, it's actually helped me in, in, in a reverse sense. I remember once a trainer, um, no, I'll tell you, the story goes this way. My trainers have a contract for speed reading that they can't, you know, that it's my uh, IP. And once, I never do this, uh, it was in the days of faxes, once a mm-hmm. company said, well, we've got a matching offer from, you know, that's lower. I said, well, if you can send me a copy of that matching offer, I'll consider matching it. I never do that. I just see this was the universe saying, just say that. Yes. <laughs> and guess what? It was one of my trainers. And I never ask a, a company to do that if they say they've got a matching offer. But the little voice in my head said, yes, do that. And oh, the poor man, when he came in, he was so red faced and embarrassed. But of course, I never, never gave him work again. <laughs> So the universe had a vested interest in him being found out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, and then on the opposite uh, end of the uh, spectrum, when you step into the essence of who you really are, which, of course, Nina, you have done for sure, the universe just bows down and opens doors that you didn't even know would open for you, like the email that you received from Jeffrey. And yeah, now you a, are. And it was a okay. video email. It was a, a video. video email. It was mm-hmm. unbelievable. I saved it because that was such such a compliment. And how could I say no? Because I had to. I had to work out the investment. It was a. It was a hefty investment in COVID times. Normal yes. times, no problem. But you know, I was pound, counting my pennies, not my dollars. But you know what? Nothing ventured, nothing gained, and I, it has opened up a whole new world of, of contacts and connections that, that I think has improved my mental health, whereas I speak to some speakers now and they have this whole thread of hopelessness. Although they're all, we're all coming out, in Australia there was this distinct thread of hopelessness for some time, and mm-hmm. I'm going, I don't have that. Thank you, God. <laughs> Yes. Isn't that wonderful that you Mm. didn't have that? Mm. It's so, well, it's exciting uh, to be uh, part of a global network, isn't it, of uh, entrepreneurs and business people. Um, It's exciting. It's exciting to talk to all of the people and all the different personalities and the different things that everyone does is incredible. And it's so enriching. Uh, To the point, it's overwhelming sometimes. And I am so thrilled uh, to have had you on my show. It's been exciting. I loved our pre-chats. And I hope that we continue to uh, stay in touch because you are a fantastic uh, human being. I love what you're doing. And I love hearing you you speak. You're, you're wonderful. You're exciting to listen to. And uh, so I want to thank you very much, Nina, um, for being on the Rhonda Grant Show. It's been wonderful. Rhonda, everything you said back at you, you are an amazing human being yourself. You have an amazing podcast, and I appreciate the opportunity to share my thoughts with your listening audience. 
Oh, thank you. It's been my absolute pleasure. Theme song for the Rhonda Grant Show, Sun on the Water, is composed and performed by my friend John Park Wheeler. This is Rhonda Grant with the Rhonda Grant Show, author of Magical Forces Within, Extraordinary Discoveries in an Ordinary Life, inviting you to take a look for the magical forces within yourself today and every day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you would like to find out more information about Rhonda and her upcoming guests and the work that she does, go to her website, rhondagrantauthor.com. That's rhondagrantauthor.com. 